0: What is the Mahatam, what is the greatness of this Gurbani? I'm about to share this with you. I'm so excited to share this with you. I can hardly contain the words. Sodhi <laughs> Sultan, Guru Ram Ji Maharaj, they have brought forth this Lama Vani. Maharaj explains that we should recite this Bani as part of our Nitenayam. For put pred cannot come within or near those who are undertaking these Jaarupar Karma every day in their lives.
1: Satana sri Vaheguru, Suhi sohi chautha hare fahrri lav parvirti karma Draraya bal jiyo
0: Man har har meethah daayah
1: Jan ke hai nan ke laab pahdi Aramb
0: Param Satkar Yog, Guru Khalsa Sad Sangaji. ke Fate Balao Vahi Guru Jika Khalsa, Vahi Guru Jiki Fate. We're blessed to be in the company of Guru Ram Das Ji Maharaj in their eternal form. Sahib Siddhi Guru Granth Sahib Ji Maharaj as we're brought together to reflect upon the teachings contained in the Shabbats of Guru Ram Das Ji Maharaj with Maharaj the Kirpa with the blessings of Guru Ram Das who is present with us here today we're going to go through the Bani which is Affectionately known as Lama Deebani, whose true name is Suhi Mahalachotha, the bani which we associate with weddings. Guru Maharaj has blessed us with his Shabbat, but in undertaking the cause, the research, the study, that we could be worthy of even one sesame seed of Maharaj's glory in sharing history with you. We learned so much about this Bani and about this garage. In Sikh there are three weddings that the scholars of old speak of. The first is one which we will all undertake. In fact, it's a wedding that none will escape. The second is one which some will, some won't, the majority will engage with. And the third is a wedding that only few will be blessed to have a chance and partake in. What is that first wedding that we learn of? That wedding with Kaal, where we will leave this world, where we will wed with death. This is something which none will escape. It's a union that we will all partake in, just as all those that have come before us have had to partake in. Something which Guru Tegh Bahadiji Maharaj reminds us of. As a father speaks to a son, as a father speaks to a daughter, to remind us that this world is temporary. <inaudible> Maharaj explains to us. Anything which is born, wherever is born into this world, will come to end, today or tomorrow. And so this is a reminder to all of us that nothing in this world is permanent. And we should take the opportunity to reflect mindfully about what we will do in the time given to us before that first wedding. The second type of wedding is the garage that we speak about most typically, the wedding that we most hear about, where a couple will come together in different different religions across the world and in the customs of those places, of those cultures, they will be wed. In the way of this country we hear of the term holy matrimony, of a couple coming together through a contract of some sort and bonded together. And this is a type of wedding which many will take place in. And Guru Sahib goes deeper and explains that for a Sikh, this type of union Guru Sahib explains this isn't just a social contract in sickness and in health one to undertake in a worldly partnership sense. Guru Sahib says that this union means that you are no longer a couple but you have become one. In the Sikh marriage in the, sick, in the sense of the Sikh wedding between a seṃ and a koor. Guru Sahib says, it isn't those that come together merely to sit together as husband and wife. But it is those who ek jod doi who whose souls have become one. And that one soul resides in two bodies. Then we can call them truly a husband and wife. Guru Piyadi Sad Sangaji, as is always the case, how deep down the rabbit hole we want to go, there is that third type of wedding. And that third type of wedding is to do with the soul bride. All of us merging with that Lord, that husband Lord that we yearn for In our heart of hearts that soul bride being who we are dissatisfied within this world for some reason or another looking for that which is beyond sight that one who is invisible to become visible to us who will present themselves to us that lover that we seek out to merge with in the highest sense the truest sense only very few will undertake that union. Guru Maharaj explains to us and Gyaniji sanad to us in the reras, Jagme Uttam Kadiye Vidle Kei Ke That in this world, Jagme Uttam Kadhyaya, only few will escape this world, Vidle Kei Ke, who will merge with that one. Guru Pyari Sadhsangat Ji, this Bani that joins us, with our husband, with our wife, when we come to the Gordara to get married is not just a wedding ceremony and it's that third, it's that third type of marriage which we want to keep in our minds throughout these blessed four days that we have together to learn, to grow, to reflect and to make progress. Only very few have a chance to undertake that we're going to try and keep in our minds as we travel through and go on a journey through Guru Ram Das Shabbat. Even as we think of our own weddings, which may be what has brought us here together today, or the weddings of those that we're going to be present and witnessing during the course of the summer, let us think about this soul bride joining with our husband Lord, each and every one of us. For it is said so simply but so beautifully that you can only ever hit a target that you're aiming for. In your mind, if you don't have that target, then you're never going to hit it. And so Maharaj is wakening our minds. They're saying to us, yo, you're a soul bride. Seek out your husband, Lord. For if you are seeking them, then you can find. If you're not even looking, if our mind is not even that way directed, then we're never going to receive this. So this blessed Shabbat of Guru Ram Das Ji Maharaj has got such a beautiful Uthanika history a beautiful context which we're going to just share together before we start going through the Pangatiya, the, the lines of the Shabbat. It's written in our history that Guru Ram Ji Maharaj was at Ram Das Chak, which we now know as Amritsar. And they're sitting where we would now consider the parkarma. They were sitting underneath the daraqt. They were sitting beneath the tree. And a gurumuk, a very poor Gurmukh comes to them, a Guru Sikh, and he comes to Maharaj and he falls at the feet of Maharaj and explains that their daughter was getting married. In those days, everybody would go to a bandit and the bandit would arrange the wedding of their daughter. And so this bandit who has got a monopoly on the provision of wedding ceremonies, for they are the ones that know this and Taram, they would take a fee and the fee for doing so had already been paid. It was fifty rupees. Fifty rupees at that time was a very large amount of money. And the bandit, when they come to see the family, they see them all dressed in their beautiful wedding clothes. The bride is got these beautiful clothes, this red dress we can see in our minds. He becomes very greedy. And he says to that, that sech that you must pay me 50 more rupees. The fee for this wedding will be 100 rupees. If you don't pay this, then I'm not going to observe and oversee and undertake your daughter's wedding. There'll be much embarrassment and your daughter will be, essentially, by those around you, she'll be cursed as that one who was unwed. Un- Pay the fee. Essentially we can say this is a, some form of extortion. So the sekh has come to Maharaj and says to Maharaj, be, Can you please bless me? We hear that in the house of Guru Ram Das Ji, nobody's ardas goes unfulfilled. Birti na hove jan ki ardas Please, I'm stuck now between a rock and a hard place. My daughter's wedding has been arranged. The chittia have been given out, the invitations have been given, and now the bandit is refusing to proceed. Please bless us, Maharaj. This history is given to us by Gyanigar Bachansinji in Gurbani Pat Darpan, which is one of the most respective references that we have. At this particular moment, as this Gurmukh is doing this Ardas, Baba Buddha Ji is there, before Guru Ram Das Ji Maharaj. Pai Langaha is there, Pai Gur Ji is there. And they hear the blessings, the Irdas the, the, the that has been made. And they turn to Maharaj and they say, Maharaj, we are sutantar, we are independent, for you set us free. Give us such a blessing Maharaj, that we should never have to go to a Pandit. That we should never have to go anywhere else. Guru Piyari Sad Sangaji, this history that we've been given, as so much of our history does. It sets us free. We think of Guru Gobind Singh Ji Maharaj at Vasakhi, setting us free, giving, bringing forth the Khaal sapant. Guru Gobind Singh Ji Maharaj did just that, but in many ways throughout history, these small, these small braces that have us tied to others, they're being cut loose and Guru Ram Ji is hearing the Irdas of this Gursik. Baba Buddha Ji hears the Irdas and says, it makes sense Maharaj. Be give us something that we should never be at the mercy of another. You are the Guru. We need no we need not go anywhere else. Be bless us with a Shabbat through which we can be set free from those bandits that we would otherwise have to go to to be wed. At this particular point, Guru Pyaris Had at this particular point, there's a jagyasu. What is a jagyasu? A jagyasu is that one whose asara, whose desire is to jag, is to wake from this world. What te maraj de ek jagyasu now he says, he does Ardaas to Maharaj as well and he says to Maharaj, I've got this desire, this burning desire to wake wake from this world In this world is just pain. There's so much falsehood in this world. Can you bless us with an understanding of what steps, what the Pumika are, what the steps are, what the marag is to wake from this world. Please Maharaj, I want to wake from this world. Give me a Shabad, give me a teaching. And as the Jagyasu has come forward and the Father of the Bride has come forward with their different Ardasa, Guru Ram Das Ji Maharaj, the Knower of all hearts, the Giver of all gifts, they say, I will bring forth such a Bani, such a shabbat, that both your Ardasa will be fulfilled. That you will never have to go to a Pandit to be wed. And that you, this Jagyasu, this Gursek who desires to wake from this world, that you will be able to understand the Pumika, the steps. And Sant in Amir Pandar, which is another respected text. This Jagyasu is referenced. And at that point, Maharaj das Ucharan, they they draw forth from the heavens this bani in Suhi Mahalla Chota. Known as Suhi Mahalla Chota by the scholars, Lavadi Bani, as we affectionately refer to it as, and it is said by Baba Amir Singh in Amir Pandar. That at that time the daughter is wed to her husband and that Jagyasu merges with the Lord. That daughter is wed to her husband and that other soul bride is wed to his husband Lord. Guru Pyari Sad Sangha Ji, we cannot go any further without mentioning what I'm going to share with you now. We say these words so flippantly. Amir Bandar, Amir Bandar, Sant Baba Amir Singh. Who was Sant Baba Amir Singh? Just very quickly. This is the gems that we have from whom our history is born forth to us. That we read these words and we say these words as a flip of the tongue. Sant Amir Singh was from that lineage of Bhai Mani Singh's Daksal. Sant Amir Singh learnt from their teacher whose teacher emanated from the feet of Bhai Mani Singh. Bhai Mani Singh, that one who was told to give up their dharam and convert to Islam, who refused. Who instead had their body chopped into 72 pieces without not yelling once. Who we remember every day in our ardas, Banda Bandh Lahanya We speak of Bhai Taru Singh, before that we say Banda Bandh Jinnah singa netaram who was chopped limb from limb. By Amir Singh did the Katha of Guru Granth Sahib Ji, completed the vichara of every word of Guru Granth Sahib Ji 62 times in their jivan. Their student was Sandkirpal Singh Ji and he would sit in the Sangat crying their eyes out listening to the Katha and in this way, they would collect the notes and they would write Amir Pandar, naming it after their teacher. The tika the was written by Sant Kirpal Singh, but it has not his name on it. Remembering where he has come from, he, he dedicates the tikka, calling it Amir Pandar after Baba Amir Singh, who, who writes this of this Jagyasu. This is our Itihas, this is our grandfathers. Guru Pyari Sad Sangaji. This Bani then, now that we understand that context, is one that will join souls together in union, that they can walk the path of the Guru. It is also one for us all to reflect upon as we think about our own marriage with Paramatma, with, with Paramatma wahiguru that we can join, that we can become one with that Lord. What is the Mahatam? What is the greatness of this Gurbani? We go to the teachings of Guru Gobind Singh Ji Maharaj. On one occasion, the Gurmukhs come to Guru Gobind Singh Maharaj. I'm about to share this with you. I'm so excited to share this with you. I can hardly contain the words. The Sangat come to Guru Gobind Singh Maharaj. The sings and the they come to Maharaj. They say to Maharaj, we, we hear about these Gupta Ruha, these Puta, Preta, these uh, ghosts and goblins and all of these beings that are beyond sight. They are alak, they are invisible, they are unknown. We wish to know about these things Maharaj. We, can you tell us a bit about what these that they say? And Guru Gobasiji Maharaj does ucharan of Guru Arjan Dev Bani Guru, Arjan Dev Ji's Sukhmani Sahib. They recite the couplet Sarvaput Aap Vartara, Sarvnen Aap Pekhanhara. Sarvaput Aap Vartara that those puta preta that you speak of, they are not beyond My Husband Lord. That My Husband Lord, through all those puta preta, Guru Arjan Dev Ji is saying, Paramatma Vartara, that they are within those beings. That wherever those ghosts see, they only see them, uh, our husband Lord Paramatma Vaheguru sees through their eyes as well. And at that moment, all these Gupta become Pargat, before the sings so All of the Gupta all the ghosts and the Puta that are there, they all become visible, all of these spirits. And they're not all and they are present before Maharaj, and Maharaj does vijar. They speak with the, sp- the Spirit to give the singhs and the singhiniya that are present that gyan that they are seeking. And Maharaj asks them about their hal, and they say, Sadi hal, the, it's very difficult for us. They go, Tell us about your numbers. They say there were many of us before. There were, aginat, aginat. we couldn't even count how many ghosts they were, but as of recently, our pant, our people, our, our ghostdom, if you will, our ghostdom. Their numbers have significantly reduced. They've drastically reduced. And Maharaj goes, explain why. And they say before, when in the Sanatan Taram, when people would get married around the fire, for that fire doesn't offer any protection, we would gather around and we would, we would unbenounced to the bride and groom, we would pluck from their hair. We would take their hair such that. When they would die, we would join them with us and they was, we would join them and they would become Puta, they would become Preta for their own Jeevan, for their own Karam. But because of our intervention also, they would join our way. But Saudis Sultan, Guru Ram Das Ji Maharaj, they have brought forth this Lama Divani, this Shabbat. And now the sikhs they get married around this Shabbat. and now we can't touch them. We can't even get near them. And so because of this, our numbers have massively diminished. And so the teaching, the Furman from Guru Gobind Singh Maharaj, was that for a sec, that we should recite this Lava Bani, which takes about two minutes to recite, three minutes to recite. You can do it in even less than that. Maharaj explains that we should recite this Bani as part of our Nithne. For put pred cannot come within or near those who are undertaking these chara karma every day in their lives. And join this with your own nithinayam. If you have no nithinayam, make this the beginning, the foundation of your nithinayam, that we should listen to Lama Dibani, that we should practice the uchar and the speaking of Lama and together with the itihas it, and the art, we can understand the meaning of it. This parkaran of getting married around the Shabbat didn't begin with Guru Ram Das Ji Maharaj. We cannot begin speaking of Lama bani without reflecting on the teachings of Guru Nanak Dev Ji Maharaj. On the time of Guru Nanak Dev Ji's wedding, Pandit Hardial had arranged that fire. This is before, obviously, Guru Ram Das Ji. Guru Ram Das Ji is the fourth form and Guru Nanak Pacha is that first form of the, of the Avatar, of the perfect Waiguru upon this earth. And the fire is being arranged and Guru Nanak Dev Ji says, I refuse to get married around the fire. That is not my Paramatma. That is within the Hukam of Paramatma. That is not my Lord. Pandit Hardial says, why do you always do this? <laughs> he is said so beautifully, so affectionately by one of my older brothers listening to their vichara. They say, why do you always do this? You always have to do something different. Chalo, if you're not going to get married around the fire, then what will you do? And Guru Nanak Dev Ji had already gone to Sajkhand and brought forth the Mool Mantar the root shabbat from which all truth emanates on this world, which we recited as the beginning of the Amangal. And Guru Nanak Dev Ji, from that Mool Mantar took the Maha Mantar, which is Onkar to Gur Prasad. And they wrote that, they asked those to come forward and bring a Parchi and a Ramal and a stool. And that Shabbat was put together, the Maha Mantar, which is the first half of the Mool Mantar. And Guru Nanak Dev Ji Maharaj, with their mehel, our mother of all mothers, Mata Salakhani Ji. They would encircle this Shabbat four times. So from the beginning, this parkaran, this way, this riti of the house of the Guru to get married around the Shabbat was given to us by Guru Nanak Dev Ji. Who would get wed around the Maha Guru Ram Ji would bring us forth Suhi Mahalachotha Lavandi Bani and then that would become the way and Guru Gobind has given us the Mahatam, the greatness of this Shabbat. So it's really important that we understand context because hopefully with the blessings of Guru Sahib, we may have known Di Bani but perhaps with the teachings, the Sikhya that Guru Sahib has bestowed upon us today, our respect, our Satkar, our love, for that Shabbat will go up. This is what Itihas does. When we listen to our Itihas, it joins us, it joins us with, it, with our ancestry. joins us with that Shabbat from whom we have come from, whom, from, whom, from whom we have perhaps forgotten, that we can value that again. So, this is the context, this is the history of Lava Bani. With Guru Sahib, Guru Ram Ji's Bakshish with their blessings, we're now going to begin going through the Shabbat, that we can all take a deeper understanding and realize who we are inside.